0: What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off.
1: Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All.
0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of the dogs podcast. Uh, We know we said we're going to take a little bit of a break, but we couldn't wait to get season two going. So here we are back in our newly renovated studio. we got some really big news for you guys today. Uh, Before we get into that, remember, you can find us on Facebook. Please share the uh, episode, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and please subscribe on YouTube. If you prefer to listen to us, you can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google, or anywhere else you check out your podcast. Uh, to anyone looking to get their thoughts on the show, head to our website, www.thedogspodcast.com. Click the link at the bottom of the page. Leave us a voicemail. We got uh, one to play from Ireland today, so that's cool. Uh, this seems to be a big hit so far. We love getting them, so don't be shy. Tell us your thoughts, good, bad. you know, Anything you got to say, we want to hear. Lastly, a lot of people have been asking how they can support the show lately. If you'd like to help out, head over to dogs. Any little bit helps. Any bit's appreciated. Um, as you can see, any money we get from you guys or from anybody we put back into the show, um, you know, try to make this, you know, a better show for us and a better show for everybody. So every little bit helps, and we really appreciate all that. So as we said, we had some super exciting news. Uh, going into season two, the dogs have partnered with Manscaped, you know, so the NFL draft season's right around the corner. It's possible that you might have Trevor Lawrence's haircut in your pants. That's why our partners at Manscaped, the leaders in below the waist grooming, have partnered with us to make sure you don't gamble on shaving your balls the same way you gamble on football. For all my draft geek out there, we have an exclusive twenty percent off promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S at manscaped.com. Use that promo code to get yourself a lawnmower 3.0 or the perfect package 3.0, which comes with the lawnmower as well as Crop Reviver. You put a little spritz on your bits, go about your day feeling a little bit better. Also comes with the Crop Preserver. Pack this on your jail purse, no more swamp. (laughs) (laughs) Also got the Shed. Keep all this stuff in there. And then it comes with a nice comfy pair of boxers, which I'm not going to show you because I'm wearing them, and nobody wants to see that. (laughs) So That's right.
2: Uh, and also, a couple. If you're still questioning why you should uh, look into this, these products. Ninety-one percent of men think good grooming is essential to their professional success. As long as ninety, or as well as ninety-six percent of partners think bad grooming is a major turnoff.
3: I don't think you want to be at that 4% either. That, that 4% <laughs> partnership sounds
0: pretty awful. Right. <laughs> I think the kids call those ratchets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so fair. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com with promo code DOGS. It's time to turn that team in your pants around with Manscaped.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know about the Trevor Lawrence thing uh, for everybody listening. I got more of the Troy Polamalu issue going on. Um, <laughs> took care of that real good, though. That lawnmower 3.0, that is that is a legit piece of equipment right there, guys.
0: And again, uh, you know, we wouldn't tell you to, to use stuff that we haven't used. As you can see, they sent us some kits. We tried it all out. I was like, Mel Gibson and what women want? <laughs> Doing all the stuff in the bathroom, you know, so... You know, it's good stuff. Check them out, manscaped.com. We're super excited to be partnered with them. And we can't wait to see, you know, what the future holds for this partnership. Uh, So, we've got an exciting episode today. Um, You know, it's the offseason. There shouldn't be this much Browns news, but there's one particular guy who just can't seem to keep our quarterback's name out of his mouth. You know, he (laughs) likes that clickbait. I lied. Before we get into that, we have an interview from Ireland we wanted to play. Oh, it's up to you. We can go either order you want to, man. Let's let's go to the interview. Let's get Luke on here.
1: All right, yeah. So this is uh, Luke sending us the voicemail.
4: How are you doing, boys? Big fan here from Ireland. Three quick points I want to bring across. First, clear as day, Baker Mayfield is the guy for the Browns. Yes, there's better quarterbacks, but no, there isn't better system quarterbacks here. The The numbers game means nothing for him. He's not going to have four and a 4,500-yard season. That's because he doesn't have to have a 4,500-yard se- season. Forget about the numbers, forget about the comparisons. He is the leader, and we need to accept that to move on. Second, talking about the D-line, be great if we got Von Miller, be great if we got JJ Watt, but how about we talk about Curtis Weaver coming off the edge? Playing off Miami, didn't play this season, but coming out of college, looked like a sack monster, could play a big role in this team. Lastly, I want talk about the draft. What do you think about what we're going to do linebacker-wise? Because personally, I don't see this team valuing linebacker a whole lot. I don't see him paying one. Do we look to get a bit quicker and a bit younger? or do we bring back the, the vets we currently have? Thanks, guys.
1: You know, I, I do agree with them about the linebacker take. It, it does seem like where they want to focus is the secondary and up front. And then the linebacker, you know, section of the field is just kind of like, let's fill it with competent, capable players, you know, and go that route.
0: One thing, I, firstly, I want to say thanks for calling in from Ireland. That's freaking he awesome. Uh, so we really appreciate that. I um, I agree. I've actually done a lot of reading where this organization doesn't put a lot of value into that middle linebacker position, which kind of pains me to say because I feel like it's one of our biggest weaknesses, but I just, if I would not be shocked if we don't go middle linebacker in the first round, I'm not going to be shocked. I see us going either if we're going to go best available, either probably corner or edge rusher. That's what I would imagine we're going to do.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think linebacker definitely has to be one of your biggest needs um, going into the draft because, yeah, it doesn't look like there's anybody out there that the Browns are after free agent-wise that they're looking at um, at that position. And it is kind of crazy. Browns, you know, we've been bad. But normally, you know, we've had a good or a decent middle linebacker. We've had Joe Showbert for however many years before we let him just walk uh and we had Dequell Jackson before that. I mean, we've always, you know, had a leader there at that position, so it's kind of a different um thing seeing with this
1: this current Browns roster. Yeah, so let's you want to talk about Curtis Weaver real
0: quick. Yeah, so I'm, I I'm going to yeah. be honest, I didn't know who this guy was. Well,
1: and you know, and I think a lot of people listening probably would say the same thing if you're not mm-hmm. too, you know, like and and the reason is he's injured. He we didn't see him all year. Nobody's seen so, him. So, yeah, nobody's, nobody's seen, seen him, him. So there was no reason for us to really know his name. Um, okay, so he was a fifth-round pick last year by the Dolphins. He was injured. They had to put him on uh, injured reserve. And so they, you know, to clear a roster spot, they had to waive him. And they were hoping that he was going to get gonna through say, waivers. Yeah, think, yeah. yeah. And then that way they'd be able to put him on their practice squad. He did not make it through waivers because the Browns jumped all over it and picked him up.
0: Uh, I also saw the Rams were interested
1: yeah. in him also. Yeah.
3: Not to slam this guy – So I think there's concerns about his weight. Just from I mean, Miami's kind of said that. What what are the concerns? He's just he's just undersized. Undersized. I say he was 265. Yep. And then uh, the other thing I saw was you know he played in the Mountain West at Boise State and he had you know career highs in sacks. Um, But is the competition you know for an offensive line? That you're The guys you're going against, are they that great? I mean, I, obviously, it's not Power Five. And Boise State's yeah, but a big program. If but. you
0: look at every NFL roster, there's a lot, especially up front, linemen that come from these kinds of teams. I mean, Joel Batonio is from, like, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, to me, you know, he might be really good. He was Defensive Player of the Year in the Mountain West. You know, so obviously, he's got some skill. He can play football. Yep. But do I want to rely on this guy? No, do I want to say he's solidifying the position for us? No. No. Be, to me, it seems almost like he's going to be a project, a guy you know that we're going to have to bring along, see what he's got. I definitely think the Browns need to address the situation with somebody that's a more of a known commodity, somebody that we know we can plug and play and then bring this guy along. Maybe this guy can be a depth guy. But I just don't think the Browns can count on him right away.
1: Plug and play. What, you got a name in mind?
0: Oh. Probably a few. It, outside D.N., outside backer? You know, I haven't done like
1: I know I know we've been t- talking a lot about well, JJ Watt. Yeah, there's but a he's more free.
0: D tackle.
2: What's yeah, that? But he'll, he he could play on the outside. That's what I like about him is you know you can pl- plug him pretty much play him anywhere on your line. You can mm-hmm. move him around because that's what he's had to do his whole career. Because if he lines up the same spot, they're going to double team him the same. But the same two guys the entire game. Um, another guy on the outside that's you know names been thrown out there. Von Miller. Uh, you now he got hurt last year. He's a little. He's getting a little bit older, but veteran leadership, you know, great probably a great locker room guy.
0: He's in trouble with the law right now, I think. He is.
2: I didn't see anything about him being in trouble with the law, but um yeah, I'm gonna I would pull that still up take real quick. I so, would still I mean when he was healthy in Denver, he was the difference maker. They people, had the best yeah. defense yeah. in the league for a few years and he was the, you know, focal point of that defense. Um talking a little bit about like the draft, you have um Two of the top six prospects coming into the draft, according to WalterFootball.com, was uh, two Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, Baron Browning, um, inside linebacker, was ranked fifth, and then Pete Werner was ranked sixth.
0: Well, I'm going to go out on them and tell you the Browns aren't drafting any <laughs> Buckeyes because that's just not what we do for some reason. <laughs> hey, Denzel um, Ward.
2: Yeah. A <laughs> couple other, you know, no, big names that are out there. Uh, Micah Parsons from Penn State is projected to go first round he uh didn't not back in for Penn State as of uh 2 thir- as 2 thir- February 13th so he's looking like he's going back to the or going in the draft Zavin Collins out of Tulsa um projected a first to second round pick and then you got Ch- uh, Chaz Zerat. Hopefully I'm saying his name right I guess we'll, maybe' if we'll not learn is gonna be pretty ticked off uh, out end. of North Carolina he's projected a second to third round pick so really there's not a whole lot of guys not great talent that right now is projected now they haven't had you know their pro workouts, stuff like that we haven't seen and things are gonna be different because there's no combine no live combine right. this year so some stuff's gonna be different but they don't really have a whole lot of linebackers in like that first to second round where you're like oh there's four or five Still. guys you could just get Take it, you know, put them in a hat, pull one out, you're going to be happy with what you get.
0: I think the one I've heard the most about is the Collins guy out of Tulsa. Yeah. That's the guy I've heard the most about Um, as far as middle linebacker. I think he's a middle linebacker. Is he an edge? He uh inside. Okay. So, but again, are the Browns going to go middle linebacker in the first round? I, I don't know ah. if they – Now, we have – is the 26th pick not the 10th? So how much value do they put on the 26 pick? Will they Are they willing to spend that on a middle linebacker? And I don't know. But to me, I, I get the feeling that we're looking elsewhere for that position.
1: One thing that's so interesting this year about picking 26 is that's the, the area of the first round where people start to fall. We don't usually pick in the area where people right. fall. You know what I mean? We're usually picking where we got to get the right guy early. And it's going to be different this year. I
2: think – and yeah, can we all agree that what's – you know, we're probably not taking an offensive lineman this year. No. <laughs> like,
1: hey, like we're almost like we do in almost
2: every draft.
3: Would you guys right. agree? Also, that BJ Goodson and Malcolm Smith are both out. I think that yeah, they're I,
0: probably both going to let, so let. I mean, me they're throw, both can be free agents. Let me throw a name out there for you. The Packers just released Kirksey. Yeah. Would you bring him back? <laughs> I, I, if you can get him
1: cheap, maybe. I was going to say right now, with you just asking that question without having done any real thought or research about it, I
0: think so, man. I mean, he's. When he's on the field, he's a solid linebacker. Yes. The problem
1: him. is,
3: is
0: he's just almost never on the field. I think he played right?
3: seven games last year, just something like kind of off the top of
0: my head. It was seven or nine yeah. somewhere in there.
1: But he was solid for the Browns, though.
0: Yeah, until the last he year he was.
1: But we, with the injury concerns that we fought through last year on defense, do we really? I see what you're saying. Do you want to bring in another
0: injury you know, I mean, waiting it, to happen? He's a good leader. He, you know, good locker room guy. So, like you said, I think it would all depend on the deal. Or and it depends on is there somebody else out there that we could get that's better without the injury concerns?
1: Right, right. And like I'm, Levante I just, David. <laughs> I, see I don't, don't think out. he's coming, but uh, that would be nice. It would y- be nice. <laughs> and Ngakwe is a free agent this offseason as well.
0: He's yep. going to look he was big money, though.
1: Yeah, I know. And that was kind of the Njoku trade with the Jaguars last year that was being floated around that yeah. didn't didn't go through. But, yeah. I mean, as far as Curtis Weaver, though, I think – you know what we what you said, Justin. Originally, you know, he's a project. I think that having him in the back pocket, like we got him for free, basically, so cool. If he pans out to be something great or a nice death piece, awesome. But we cannot rely on that, you know, as a stronghold of our defensive line.
0: No, because again, I th- the Browns are very much in their Super Bowl window. Yes, so they got it. They got to hit on these moves, and they got and they got to do it now, because. You know, hopefully we're still good five years from now, but we might we might not be contenders five years from now.
1: No, and, you know, that's it's an interesting point. I don't know if we plan on talking about it or not, but the way these quarterbacks are kind of, you know, making their demands in the league right now, I think that's going to help us with Baker as far as the money against the cap and all that kind of stuff.
3: Are you saying, like, when his next contract comes around? Yes. I don't even know if we know that yet. Like, Baker could come out in the year and be like, listen, no, no, I'm, but, I'm franchise, and I want money. No, is I, that, what the, is I, that what we're saying?
1: What I'm saying is, you know, okay, so the Eagles, they paid Carson Wentz all the money. Right, yeah. You know, and look how that worked out. And then yeah. the Rams did that with Goff. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out. You know, and Watson got paid. Now he wants out. So I think it's kind of driving down the that market value of a franchise quarterback if it's like, hey, if these guys are just going to start, Demanding their way out after we paid them all this money to be our franchise guy, then we're not going to pay them all this money to be a franchise guy.
2: Yeah, I think it, we're we're getting it kind of stings for the Browns because you're kind of going to get in that scenario of okay, the front office and you know your GMs are seeing that right? They're yep. seeing Goff didn't work out, Wentz didn't work out. We gave them all this money, then we had to try to find Look somebody who wanted, Yeah, we wanted somebody. We had to find somebody who wanted to take on that contract. So front office wise, you might be thinking, "Man, we really don't want to be in that position." But then, if you're the player and you're Baker Mayfield and you're thinking, "Man, I just had a great year. If I followed up this year, I want that. I want that long term contract. I want that money. I don't want to hear, you know, that oh, you know, we can't do that because of the situation that'll put the team in." Maybe No. so it'll be interesting.
0: I because you gotta have to play hardball when you're doing this contract stuff. I think if. I think if we're offering Baker Mayfield money right now, statistically, he was a middle of the road quarterback. I mean, we think he played great. I thought he played great. He had a good season for the Browns, but he's middle of the pack and literally, except for like INT's second half of the season, yards, touchdowns, completion percentage. He's, you know, 15th or lower in like every major statistical category. So how much money can he really demand? And you're only worth what the market tells you you're worth. So if, Baker wants thirty five million a year, and we say no. Is he going to go somewhere else and get it? He's not going somewhere right. else and getting it, you know. So
1: yeah, and I think that's that's kind of the point too. I was trying to make. Yeah, the, the market I think is going to be all different now because of the way some of these other teams have invested so heavily in their quarterbacks, and the return has not
0: been there. I think Baker's highest value is with the Browns. I think if he were sure. to leave the Browns, it would diminish greatly. So yeah. we can kind of be like, bro. We're not giving you $35 million, but neither is nobody else. No,
1: and one thing, though, with Baker compared to some of the other names that we've just mentioned, you know, the, the winning mentality with him, I kind of see it more in line with, like, what Tom Brady's career has been where he's been taking more team-friendly deals because he just wants to win. He knows, give me longevity of my career. I'll make money. I want to win. Exactly. exactly.
2: The thing that helps Tom is his wife makes way more money than he does right. <laughs> being the model. And he's not, uh,
3: he's not a broke joke either. He's yeah. doing okay.
2: Right. No. Yeah. So, but I, I agree that I think that the market is going to change. Um, so what do you think? What, throw out a number. I know, you know, we're not really in talks about extending him at this time, but what do you think? Do 28. Do you think? 28, 28. I was
0: gonna say 25.
2: 25. What do you think, Josh? Honestly, you know, i have to
1: look up some contracts. Honestly, I wasn't. I would say I that. I would ready. say
2: it's probably being that. Uh, that's where I think that they would go. I just. The Browns are getting into that position where I know we've talked about like our Super Bowl window and we have some money, but we got a lot of guys that we're going to have to pay in the upcoming years. You know, a Jarvis is really, you know, only under contract for what? Next season? I think. Next season with him. And you got Nick Chubb's going to need paid. Baker's going to need paid. you know. So it'll be interesting how it all shakes out.
3: I think if the Browns are smart, they just pull the trigger on the fifth-year option.
0: And then franchise them after that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <and> then, <laughs> Go to but that I mean, Prescott, he, he, Prescott. Yeah, group.
3: but then, you know, there's, or
0: Washington there's some high-paid top
3: five quarterbacks out there.
0: That isn't. Yes. Thanks a lot, Patrick them.
3: Mahomes. You ruined it for everybody.
0: Yep. <laughs> so... Well, hey, thanks again, Luke, for calling in. And when it, the first point you talked about, how you know Baker was the right guy for the Browns, that kind of plays right into the segment we're going to get into today on this episode. Um, I kind of alluded on this a little early; I was a little bit premature, as some people might say. Uh, Colin Coward put out a, a video segment. It was called "Baker Mayfield or the Field," and essentially he went through and said for the next five years. If I had you know no trade no money no no picks no nothing it's just if I could have this guy or Baker who would I want for the next five years and I thought this was so laughable I immediately sent it to you guys because I was like this has to be a-. he clearly did this ratings must have dipped and then he <laughs> yes. just needed something to get some clicks because this was awful and uh, we wanted to share with you guys give our reactions to and want to hear your guys reactions uh, so call in with your voicemails because I think there's got we can't be the only ones that got heated when we heard this
1: yeah. So are we ready to get started here? Yep, let's go. All right, here, here goes number one.
5: Mayfield or the field? Here we go. All right, Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson's won 80% of his games. Lamar Jackson does something better than any football quarterback in the history of the sport. Moves. This is not close.
3: It is close. <laughs> it is <laughs> very close. All I'll say is, we kind of talked about it earlier, He he's... Electric, running the ball, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. He is. There is no nobody else like him out there in the NFL. But I don't. I don't think he can really throw the ball. I, I think I've been saying that for. I like don't get me wrong. Like when they're wide open, yeah. Uh, even me and Zach and
0: Blake and Josh, we could probably throw. You know, a fifteen right. yard, Thing twenty is, yard. Even when they're wide open, sometimes. I mean, we saw it against. They got to make great catches. <laughs> yeah, they got to make. They got to dive for it. I mean, that we saw him against us. He I overthrew. Mean, multiple guys
2: well week one i think or when we played uh them and didn't Dittmark- mark and Andrews. one-handed catch. Yep, i mean it was yep. wide open and the guy
0: had to make a
2: catch of the year in,
0: in, yeah. <laughs> in game one and if it, here's the thing at, go ask all these receivers who play for the ravens who are coming out and complaining about it hollywood would want out
3: i read yesterday
0: and des Bryant just said he's not going back so who what's the obviously
3: Baker's very very accurate i would say way better passer what's
1: what's the pick then yeah, and I'm... Eighty percent of his games, right? That, that was the first argument. He's won eighty percent of his games. Yeah. Well, look what team he plays for. He look what coaching plays for. Look what him. system yep. he came into. Yeah. The defense that they had. Are you kidding me? Baker Mayfield would have won eighty percent of his well, games. Well, credit in that Baltimore.
3: System. They they built their team around that guy. Well, yeah. They,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, no, but I'm saying, but they had the defense in right. place. They had Absolutely. the head coach. Right. They had the culture. They Absolutely. had everything. He had
0: none of that. Did, did Lamar Absolutely. come into a team that just went one and thirty one? Exactly. You know
1: what I mean? So and it fired their head coach halfway through his rookie. season season and yeah
0: yeah so don't yeah don't give me the wins thing that i mean yeah. that's ignorant mm-hmm. mitchell I, trubisky has won a ton of games you taking mitchell trubisky over some mitchell trubisky has won way more games than justin herbert who you taking colin mm-hmm. right. Like, right so give me think, he's on this list too I mean,
2: that'd be right. fun. yeah it, it's uh you know it's gonna this is gonna be an argument that we hear because it's in the division mm-hmm. you know of going back and forth lamar He is crazy talented in the way that he's able to play the game. Baker cannot play the game the way Lamar does. Um, how long Lamar can play it, you know, is kind of you gotta wait. We just gotta wait and see because we've really never seen. I know like a Michael Vick used to run around, but Michael Vick could throw the football too, right? So yeah, so you know it's gonna be interesting to see where you know if Lamar holds up, how long can he play at this type of a level? Where you know Baker, he just relies more on his you know. Throwing strength, his arm strength, being able to, you know, fit the ball in the tight pocket. So it'll be interesting to see. I think Baker's skill set is a little bit more valuable long-term than Lamar's. But, you know, maybe, like, right now, next two, three years, barring an injury, is Lamar going to have, you know, maybe a bigger upside? Probably. I think I, – I, So I think, next
0: five years, who are you taking – I
2: said, I said next. I said three. I didn't go five. <laughs> so if you, go five if, if you had to pick right Lamar, now
0: for the next five years, you get Baker or Lamar because this was want. five years. Right? Yes. it was Kyle five years. Yeah.
2: <sighs> next five years. To five me, this years. is
0: no question. I'm taking Baker. Yep.
2: I don't know if I'm taking Baker for the next five. 2026. 20, Who's
0: your Hey YouTube, please get off my back right now <laughs> hey, and let's I, jump on this because I,
2: I just don't know. if For the next five years, I don't. I. And here's the thing,
0: Lamar. With our
2: team, with our team, if you said that we were going to plug and play Lamar Jackson with our team or plug and play Baker, I don't. I mean, Lamar. You think
0: Lamar would do better on our team than Baker?
2: I mean, he can't throw. He'd be Art, a third. Art. He'd be a third running back with a duo that we have he's already. Right.
0: Yeah, but he's already a third running back. They barely beat the Titans in the playoffs.
2: It'd be. I don't know. I just don't think that it's Baker. Clearly, wins this argument. I think. I that don't it's think close. it's close. I think I mean, of I all,
1: think all it's... the people on this list. I mean, yes, the Lamar Baker argument is going to be a tight one. I think, but there's definitely some coming up here that. Oh man. Yeah, the, <laughs> I think that this is a
2: good argument piece here. The ones that we're going to get into. I don't think that you can make an argument for both candidates.
1: What are you thinking, Josh? What you got? You got some Baker? Oh, for the next five years, Baker yeah. for sure. Okay. I I have never been impressed with Lamar Jackson throwing the ball. I think everybody who listens to this show knows that. I, I...
0: and here's my thing: it's not like Baker is completely immobile. He's you know he's not obviously nobody's Lamar, but especially second half of the season, Baker showed good pocket presence. He moved around. We bootleg him almost every single pass. He can move enough i mean we solidified our our win to go to the playoffs with a baker mayfield run yeah
1: yeah and so far i mean lamar's taking the ravens to as many super bowls as baker has the browns so
0: (laughs) yeah so i'm i'm going baker
1: all right you ready Uh,
0: oh i'm yeah yeah yeah,
1: absolutely all right so this next one will be interesting too you guys ready
0: yeah all
6: right baker mayfield justin herbert
5: Not a GM in the league would take Baker over Justin Herbert. He's bigger. He's stronger. He was a four-point student. He set every rookie quarterback touchdown record they've ever created, Herbert by a
1: mile. He was a four-point student.
0: Yeah. What What the hell does that have to do with anything? (laughs) Right. He's got a good GPA, bro. Come on now. (laughs) So, obviously, I think Justin Herbert's really, really good. Yeah. But also, at the same time, we thought Baker, I mean, was really – he was Justin Herbert – before, before he, Justin Herbert, yeah. You know what I mean? And then he had a sophomore slump. I want to see Justin Herbert do what he just did. I want to see him do it another year now. Because now he's got another, another new coach. So he's getting the Baker treatment a little bit. He's got ha- He's going to have to learn another new offense. <laughs> and he started with Tyrod. Yeah. And he's <laughs> and yeah. Definitely the Baker treatment. And so I want to see, you know, before I'm just jumping on the Justin Herbert bandwagon, and, and don't get me wrong, I, he was amazing this year. Yep. He was way better than anybody thought he was going to be, I think. But – I, I'm not taking a guy who uh uh I'm not taking him over a Baker who I've seen kind of ascend, especially now that he's going to be in the same offense twice, for a guy who's only done it for one season and is now going to be on another coach, and we don't know how teams are going to play him once they have tape.
2: Okay, so uh, my biggest take on this with Justin Herbert, one, I think that all of us were a fan of his rookie year. I think we all like oh, yeah. we enjoyed watching this kid play, and he was way better than what I think anybody thought he was going to be. Um Talent-wise, can Justin Herbert also do more things than Baker? Yeah, he's probably got a, you know, a stronger arm. You know He can throw the ball downfield. So it'll be interesting to see. Now, yeah, he put up these huge numbers his rookie year, but
0: he won six games. And yeah. they're always throwing from behind.
2: Yeah, he yeah. only won six games. I mean, we've seen guys light up stats. I mean, Josh McCown used to light up stats for bad teams, and everybody's like, yep. oh, man, this guy. But he was like twenty five percent winning percentage in yep. games that he started. So it'll be it'd be it'll be interesting. I think Justin Herbert's got, you know, he's got a I know he's got a new coach, but you got Keenan Allen and you got uh Hunter Henry to throw Mike to Williams. Mike Williams got Austin Eckler in the backfield. He's set up too to have a great offense year in, year out. Now will it translate to wins, you know,
0: it's kinda Could you, you imagine wait to see. with that with that offense though, could you imagine if Baker was on that team and only won six games? what Cowherd would be saying about Oh,
2: him. my gosh. Yeah, it would, yeah, it'd be. It'd be unbelievable. It'd be unbearable. Yeah. Yes. You know, he, I mean. It'd be the same thing we went through. I mean, if you really, if you line up their offense with our offense, it's kind of similar, right? Yes. They be- got some good running backs, good wide receivers, a really good tight end. And Baker won defense 11 games, was, 12 an, games with ours. And their man. defense has, you know, those couple really good playmakers. Yep. Ours, kind of have the same thing. We're like the same, but Baker went to playoffs, one double-digit games, Justin
0: Herbert won six. I completely. I thought Justin Herbert was going to be such a big bust too. I did. Too. I literally. I, really, I, was, did. I thought he was going to be bust of the draft. I didn't think he was going to be a bust, but I didn't see him being. I mean, he was that really that good. That quick. Yeah. What yep. he did is what I saw Burrow doing.
1: That's what I thought yes. Burrow yeah. was going to do this past year, and he might have if he hadn't gotten hurt. I don't know. He was looking pretty good. Yeah. I mean, but you thinking Miami's thinking, man, did we should we make a mistake? Oh, by oh taking-
3: I bet they did. I think they. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what's the pick then? For oh, the next
6: I'm going,
1: sp- I'm going Baker. Yeah. Five years, Baker. Yeah.
0: I'm sticking with Baker.
1: Yep. All right. Here's a fun one.
6: Baker Mayfield or Derek Carr?
5: Last two years, Derek Carr is 101 passer rating. Three times the
0: TDs over picks. It ain't close. Derek Carr. First of all, why is Colin <laughs> always, always like voice squeak? It's Carr. But, okay. So, again, with, with, same with Justin Herbert. I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. You know, I'm not out here saying that Baker Mayfield is just, like, leaps and bounds better than all these people. But I've also listened to Colin, like, the last month, scream about how the Raiders need to trade for Deshaun Watson. So mm-hmm. then don't turn around and tell me about how awesome Derek Carr is. You don't even want, want the Raiders to keep him. No, and I, I just... I, Derek Carr, I
1: mean, he's just... He is your prototypical average quarterback. And,
0: and he... I don't know. He just...
1: I don't know how Colin can say it's not close. Yeah, yeah. Like, to say that he, yeah, like he's leaps and bounds ahead of Baker Mayfield. I mean, what are
2: you talking about? Right now, like Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I oh, was a Derek oh, Carr fan mm-hmm. coming out of the draft. I, I wanted the Browns to get him when you know I forget what year that was. That was Johnny, wasn't it? I think it might was that Johnny Manziel's year. I think I, so. We'd have to, we'd have to confirm that. But I can't, I can't remember. I'll, I'll look, I wanted I'll him, it. Up. I'll look it. Up. I him out of Fresno State. I'm pretty sure is where he was coming out of. Um, but. Colin likes to reference, you know, oh, this passer rating. He's, he's been great. But what about winning football games? Yep. I mean, the guys won, I think, seven games uh, two years ago – or last season, and then they won eight this year. And then, I mean, Baker won
0: 12. His big argument for Lamar was that he won 80% of his games. But then he – with Herbert and Carr, he doesn't mention the fact that they've lost 60%, 70% of their games. Right. So,
2: and the I just – Cherry picks. Yeah, this here um, – Especially going forward, I mean, Derek Carr, he's not old, but I mean, age-wise, Baker five year, Derek Carr five years from now, will he even be in the league?
6: Yep.
2: <laughs> I mean, he might not even be. I mean, I'm not saying Derek Carr is not talented. I mean, he, guy was going to be in. He was a sh- almost a shoe in to win MVP a few years ago before yep. he got hurt. Yep. Um, and to be honest, they've never really surrounded him with great a great roster. I feel like he's out got there okay. Though, like, he's got okay. He's got a great tight end. He got a, a great tight end, and tight then running end, back. Yep, he's got right, a good running yep. back. But then, like wide receiver, all they care about is speed. That guy really fast. Yeah, that's who we want. Um, so that one's that's an interesting. But I'm going Baker there. I so, think you
3: touched on the injuries too. Baker has literally we've seen him be super solid through injuries. Even yep. when he does get hurt, he just still still plays.
1: Right. 2014 draft. Yeah. So uh, Johnny Manziel. Cleveland Browns, 22nd pick. Derek Carr to the Raiders at 36.
2: Oh, my yeah. gosh.
1: That was also the same draft that OBJ went 12th, and Jarvis Landry went 63rd. Right. Wow.
2: What a draft that was. Let's
3: just yeah. not lie that you know.
1: we didn't mess it up badly
3: for hey, my but whole just
2: life. Yeah, just throwing it out there. Johnny Menzel, Josh Gordon. Uh, back, in, yeah, yeah, back, back together. Back together again. And I, th- I, s- I thought it was interesting. On our Twitter page, there were some fans that were talking about that, being like, Brett, don't talk about these guys are, like, reuniting. These guys held back our franchise for yep. how many years, and yep. we just, like, kept giving them chances, giving this them is chances.
0: off topic, but did you see Johnny Means after the first game? He was like, uh, he's like, I felt really out of shape, but, you know, win or lose, we booze. And I was like, well, there's Same Johnny. Johnny. As in <laughs> yeah, it hasn't
6: changed. Good old Johnny. Yep.
0: yep. Yikes. Okay, so are we
1: going Baker on the table? Is anybody taking car? I'm, st- I'm sticking with Baker. I'm, I'll sticking with there. Baker, yeah. All right.
2: Baker Mayfield or Jimmy Garoppolo.
5: Now, this is the rub, right? Jimmy gets hurt a lot. I'm not disputing that. And that worries me. But the Niners are awful without him, and we know their roster is good and Shanahan's good. I'd take Garoppolo for the
0: next 5 years and roll the dice on his health. For this this was when I turned the video off and then I had to go back and watch it because <laughs> Jimmy, I am not high on Jimmy G at all. I think he is a below average at best quarterback. Their offensive roster is not that great. So when he says we know their roster is good, they got Kittle, and then what? I think they got like I five think, or six
3: running backs that yeah. can just absolutely. That's running as far as none of, their,
0: none of their running backs are standout running. No, backs. No,
1: but they too. don't need them to be.
0: No, they just have a good running. Now system. I will. Just, that's just a product, yeah. Of yeah. the Kyle of the Shanahan system. system, exactly. None that, of their running backs are studs.
1: Debo and Ayuk almost almost play running back from yes. a different position yeah. on the field. Yep. So yeah, you know. Now that you say that, I wonder like, are they actually as that good, or is it just another product of the system? And everybody's always heard out there. Always, well, always. And the
3: argument that oh hey, if he goes down, the team's awful around
1: him. Well, what do you think would happen in Cleveland All right, you, <laughs> or, or any team? Run. Yeah. Look what happened to Dallas. Yeah. No kidding. You lose yeah. your quarterback, you're probably going to suck. Yeah. Just the way it is.
0: Yep. Yeah. And Jimmy and Jimmy G. I mean, he's just, there's a, re- they don't love him out there. If oh. there was anybody else that they could get, they would be making Wait till the draft out.
1: comes up because they might be.
2: Yeah. Well, it, they were, they were looking, I'm pretty sure there at a certain time that they were thinking, I forget who it was. I don't know if it was Goff or I Stafford,
1: it was Stafford. Stafford.
2: Or Stafford. Yeah. yeah, that's who it was. It was in they're that time in the that they yeah. were, they were interested in him. There's Watson talk too. And, yeah, I mean, and and you got look at Jimmy G in the teams that he's played on. Yes, and you look at his win loss, it's really good. Played for the but Patriots. Played for the Niners. Patriots, who had one of the best. I'd say I don't. I'd have to look up the stats, but probably a top five defense when he was there. Mm-hmm. Then he play, went to San Francisco. San Francisco, and when they made their Super Bowl on, guess what? Their defense was like the best in the league. Still really the, good. The so, best <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. If you're gonna have a quarterback out there, that he's gonna look really good when his defense is giving up. Nine points a game.
0: Yeah, and um, the fact – he gets hurt a lot, but I'm going to roll the dice. Well, good luck, Colin, because yeah. C.J. is going to be your quarterback three games in. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're going to be flip-flopping him, Mullins. And, yeah, him <laughs> and, and Nick, and Nick Mullins Mullins Because Jimmy Garoppolo
0: cannot stay healthy. No. The first no. year they got him, what, he played five games and was gone. Last year, gone.
1: He was hurt in New England, too, because remember, Jacoby Brissett had to start a game or two when Brady was hurt that one – or he was suspended that one year. Who? What, Brady was suspended. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Garoppolo was supposed to be the starter, then he got hurt. So that's when Brissett had to that's when we learned about him and got to yeah. know who Jacoby Brissett was.
0: Yeah. He he's had an injury yeah. history literally his entire career. Uh-huh. So this Jimmy G one, this is where I was like, okay, Colin. The the Derek okay. Carr one
1: had me like, okay, he's an idiot. And then this, yeah, you're right. The Jimmy G, I'm like, Okay, I'll at least now. listen to
0: arguments with Justin Herbert and Derek Carr because yeah, I think both bigger. of those quarterbacks are They're good talent. quarterbacks. They're talented. Yes, yes. Confident. I don't think Jimmy G is that talented. I think he's just a pretty face that people like in Hollywood. Oh.
2: Yeah. Okay. Tell him how you really feel. he will yeah, be uh <laughs> he'll, he'll
1: be uh, sponsored by Manscaped at some point. <laughs> yeah, nice future. plug. <laughs> yeah. Way to go with the plug. Oh, geez. Well, it, it only gets better from, from here on Baker out. Baker Mayfield or Matt Ryan.
5: MVP, Super Bowl, multiple playoff wins. Matt Ryan's 35. He's not 39. Now, the last if I sign him for five years, the last year maybe nonsense. I'll make a prediction. Matt Ryan with Arthur Smith, Smith the coach, is going to have two really good years. He finally gets an offensive coach. We're all going to like Matt Ryan by November again. I know we're all out on Matt. Watch by November. We're all going to be back in the Matt Ryan fan club.
0: Okay, so one, don't tell me that you think he's going to be so much better with his new coach you didn't even know his name. Right. You know, oh, this new coach Thanks, is really going to revitalize his career. Arthur. Oh. <laughs> Arthur, creature. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> like, come on now. Second, Matt Ryan was one of these guys where if Baker continued, in my opinion, to not play great throughout the season, I was interested in bringing him in. I was going to bring that up. But yeah, <laughs> Baker, the way he played the last six, seven games, is better than anything Matt Ryan's done the last couple years since the Super Bowl run. Okay, okay. that's fair. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. So yeah, he went to the Super Bowl. He won. Yeah, he won an MVP five years ago, 2016. Yeah. We're a long way remo- I mean, or half in a what, decade removed from that.
0: And what happened in that Super Bowl, Colin?
2: Yeah, it got big lead and then couldn't finish. Yeah, so, I mean, it's still one of the craziest
0: um, games I ever watched. I, and <laughs> you know. Insane.
2: Matt Ryan, he's a guy who's won 18 games in his past three seasons. That's it, 18 games. Baker won 12 this year. Yep. Um. So when you look at that and you think about the guys that Matt Ryan gets a throw to, Julio Jones, I know he's hurt, but Calvin Ridley, they just bring in Hayden Hurst, a, a good tight end. They had Todd, per, Todd Gurley, you know, wasn't bad this year, kind of resurfaces. Okay, he could be a, he could be a good running back in the NFL again uh, once he left L.A. Uh, so I just don't like this argument that, you're going to take matt ryan at ages 36, 37 or 8 or 9, 40 over mm-hmm. baker who's going to be just getting into the prime of his career?
3: I that's completely my argument. Yeah, I, mean, I
2: like me some some matt ryan a lot, but 5 years ago. Yeah.
3: If it was hey, 5 years not 5 ahead.
2: Yeah. Right. And and I and I saw at different times this year with matt ryan that he is I Colin thinks that he's going to be this great, we're going to love him. I think we're going to be talking about, can Matt Ryan still be able to throw the football? There was times this year in games where I'd be watching them, and I was like, I don't know if he can make that deep cross over the middle throw anymore.
0: He's very lucky he plays in a dome.
2: Yeah, like there's times this year where we I felt like how we talk about a Drew Brees at times where you're like, ah, I just don't know if he can make those throws downfield like he used to be able to. Baker. So, yes. Yeah, Baker. Baker.
0: Like, to me, this one's not even close. No. It might have been close six months ago. It's not close now.
1: No, it's not. Next one, maybe a little Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. I again,
5: Kyler does some things spectacularly. He's not there yet, but he had a big jump rookie year to last year.
1: What do you think, Sooners?
5: Oh, I mean t- this, this this
1: is t-
2: tough because Kyler um can obviously run the football. He's very quick. Um, his size, he's very limited, and he has to almost roll out just to be able to throw the ball over his linemen. Um, I, he's got a great arm, uh, baseball background, so you know that he can really you know, sling the football around. I think that Kyler will be um, hurt more by being in a Cliff Kingsbury system. I'm just not sold on him as a coach. I think Kyler might have been able to do a little bit more if he had somebody else um, call him plays for him. I just don't know if that system really fits there. Kyler's surrounded by talent, too. I mean, Christian Kirk's a good receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. You got Kenyon Drake, uh, Chase Edmonds in the backfield. So, I mean, they got weapons out there. But he's a uh, – I don't know if he – I think Baker can be more accurate than what Kyler can be. And that would be my argument there for Baker is, you know, Kyler's shown that, you know, he could light you up one game and then go 12 for 26 the next game. That's who was
1: your Who was your favorite quarterback for the, for Oklahoma?
2: Oh, Baker Mayfield. Okay, Now it, it wasn't even. Now, I I really liked Kyler, and I've been kind of blessed being an Oklahoma Sooner fan. We've <laughs> we've gone from Baker to Kyler to Jalen Hurts. Uh, so but yeah, Baker by far was, and you know most Oklahoma fans like not just in my family but other people that I know Baker is
0: by far their favorite. So to me, like you kind of you pointed on, Kyler Murray will have a great game, and then his next two games are awful. Yep. And it's a, he started off the season really hot. They came out and they beat the uh was it the Niners right off the rip right at the beginning of the season? Wasn't that the and it was kinda like, oh man, maybe the Cardinals are good. They fell off. Yep. And it's almost like people started to kind of figure him out. And I think statistically he still had a pretty decent season. But that happens when you throw for three fifty one, you know, if you throw for three fifty every you know other game, you're gonna have a decent season. But I need you to be good for all 16 weeks.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing about looking at season stats. You don't see the consistency or inconsistency of a, of a player throughout the year. you got to look at the game by game.
0: He had some awful games. There were some games where he was putrid.
2: Yeah, and also going to throw out there, just maybe do a little bit of Kyler's defense, Brown's playing a tough division, so does he. I mean, he's got to play the 49ers twice. He's got to play the Seahawks twice. He's got to play the Rams, Rams twice. And those are some tough defenses that
0: they're throwing at you. Yeah, but Seahawks and San Francisco defenses this year were... Well, they were
2: just injured, obviously. San Francisco's obviously because of injury. The Seahawks' right.
0: defense just isn't that great.
2: Yeah, no, and we're starting to kind of see maybe that's a Pete Carroll thing that some players don't, you know, typically like his style or the way, you know, his family is involved.
0: Which is crazy because for a long time he was considered as like the best players coach. Everybody would right. to play for him. Yeah. But he's
2: getting old though too. Yeah, he's getting old. So, but I think here, I mean, I think it's close. I think Kyler obviously he could come out and be an MVP candidate, you know, if it, he could put up those stat lines if they're winning games. They got to win games I feel like for him to be um in that consideration so i'm going baker here but this one's closer than some of the other ones we've
0: just discussed i'm going baker and i'm not i'm just not super super high on kyler right now i mean i think he has potential. well you're a little salty from you picked him how many times this year
2: and
1: they lose so. <laughs> yeah every game yes, hey, right. he should
0: have a really solid game this year <laughs> this week and it'd be one of his 11 for 38 performances <laughs> so but no i'm going with baker with this one and, and you know me saying I'm not high on Kyler, I think he has a high ceiling. I just, yeah, I just haven't seen him. High.
1: Yeah, I've never been super high on Kyler either, and it, it, does, the size does factor into that for me. And yeah, Baker on this one too. Now this next one,
2: yeah,
5: I
1: don't know.
2: Baker Mayfield or Dak Prescott?
1: Dak Prescott.
5: Baker's a better pure thrower of the football. I think Dak's a better athlete. I think he's more mature. I feel there's a. I feel there is sort of a in the locker room he's loved by everybody. I think Baker's got some critics inside that locker room.
0: So, I, I want to point on one thing first. Colin just you can't just make stuff up just for clicks. Give me one example of somebody in a Baker locker room whether it be high school, college or now the pros where there's been somebody who has a problem with Baker. If anything, it's they they love Baker Mayfield. Right. People love playing with Baker. Yeah, you know what you're getting in Baker. He's not a fake guy, you know,
2: mm-hmm. and he and his personality, he's matured, but he's still the same guy that he's been since he was back in college. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I'd, I disagree with that 100%. Now, I'm not disagreeing that I wouldn't take Dak Prescott for the next five years. Bro, I think it's I'm not the, sure that the injury the wise. Guy. Yeah, that would be my biggest question mark was just coming off this injury. Yeah. It's not just like your normal – Broken ankle, yeah, Uh, you know that he's coming off of. So it'll be interesting to see. But you know, arm talent wise, you see, you saw what we saw what Dallas was without him. Dallas, I mean, they were ter- they were terrible without Dak Prescott. With Dak Prescott, they're a playoff team probably this year.
0: He had a, he gets a lot of empty stats though. Even before he got hurt, he was like leading the league in passing and stuff. But it's because their defense was so bad. So he was throwing the ball 50, 60 times a game against prevent defenses. So I mean. There's a reason they haven't paid him yet. That's all I'm – you know, I think Dak is good, but they've had a chance to lock him up now for two, three years, and they won't do it. So there's a a reason. They're they're seeing him every day in practice. They've now seen him with two different coaches. You know, I I personally – I think he's good, but why won't they sign him?
1: Yeah, I I love Dak Prescott. I do. I think he's a great quarterback, but I'm going to agree with you, Zach, on the for the next five years, you know, concept of this argument, I don't know. Got to see him off of this injury. Right now, Baker looked very good at the end of the season, and he's not coming off an injury. So right. I think I would have to take Baker the well, next you five Justin.
6: years.
3: I, honestly, just on a whim, I'm saying Dak just because
1: he's, he's
2: so good. And I, he's a great guy too, you know, Dak. I, and it's,
1: I don't know. He'd and be I, a great locker room guy. This, this yeah. is the one through this whole list where I'm like, I do really like Dak. I do. Right.
0: There was this one and another one where I was like, eh, "I could see it." Yeah, so I'm know, just we gotten gotten sure not sure that he's going to be the same I'm guy. Here.
2: Could you imagine we were having this conversation though, if like if, it, if this was real? Like, I, I think mean, I
1: know who your guy I is. I think,
2: I think, I mean, Browns fan gave a lot of flack. If it was you know Deshaun or Baker, which one you were going to take? Dak Prescott coming, and what if Dak said, "I'm signing with Cleveland," and they had to make that decision. How many Browns fans do you think would still say we want Baker over Dak Prescott?
3: I mean, statistically, he's like a top three quarterback the last like, what, three,
1: four years? Yeah. I mean, and that, the thing other than last year, it he was has garbage time. He's been good since his rookie year. So he's yep. been good every year that he's been yeah. in the league. I
2: mean, he was so good. He took, I mean, Tony Romo had yeah. gotten hurt. And then Tony Romo, all he did was like take his team to the playoffs the last two years and he couldn't get his starting job back. Yeah. All right. He had to so. go to the booth. <laughs> Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Start
0: doing Corona commercials. Yeah. <laughs>
3: right. He's very good in the boot
2: though. Yeah. I golf a little bit here and mm-hmm. there. I'll go Dak. I'm going yeah. Dak in this one. Um, but yeah. it wouldn't surprise me about this year if we see that, you know, you'd be really taking a gamble. Right now, you know yeah. what you're getting from Baker. Yeah. You know, he's not injury prone. Dak, you know, he takes a lot of big hits. He likes, to can he still run the football? And he still extend mm-hmm. plays like he
0: used to. I'm not as worried about the injury history. No, because he doesn't have
1: an injury history. This is I mean in getting a, your ankle broken like that, that's a kind of one of those freak things.
0: We I'm just not the concern with coming off in, Adrian Peterson almost birthed the single season rushing record off an ACL injury tear. And that was years ago. We're even further ahead in medical stuff. I'm just injuries don't scare me the way that they used no, to. No, and me. I
1: don't think he had like ligament or tendon damage, right? I think it was bone. Right? If I'm not mistaken. Sure something. I mean, I know me, his like foot was pointing the
3: wrong direction. So yeah. I'm that makes me a little concerned. <laughs> I'm not a doctor or anything, but I always something, clean, something tells me that you should go to the, the a, hospital. A clean
1: break is better than a a tear. <laughs> yeah, a tear or like a partial right. fracture or something like clean break if there's any doctors and, out there, reach out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. We're
3: stupid. <laughs> we don't know. We didn't go to college for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one.
5: Baker Mayfield or Ryan Tannehill. Close, but uh, I saw a stat. Let me give you this. Ryan Tannehill had the second highest passer rating in the last 20 games to Aaron Rodgers. I know we all don't like Ryan Tannehill, but unlike Baker, he doesn't have two great tight ends. He doesn't have the greatest offensive line. Ryan Tannehill, I got to be honest with you, often plays trailing because of that crappy defense. Tannehill's probably the most underrated quarterback in the league today.
0: Okay. The Titans only have top
2: had, tight uh, ends. Who's this? Who's the second top tight end on the Browns?
0: Yeah, and the the <laughs> Titans' crappy defense. Ryan Hayntel, Tannehill plays from behind because the Titans' crappy defense. They only had a crappy defense this year. Yeah. Coming into this season, their staple was their defense. They had a very good defense. Yeah, and I mean, and you're forgetting. Oh, he doesn't have the greatest offensive line. He doesn't no. He also hands the ball to Derrick Henry forty times a game. Yep.
2: Yeah. I think that I think this argument. I think Ryan Tannehill and Baker are very similar in what they do. Tannehill's probably more athletic. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. that they're very similar in what they can do for each team. They're both, you know, they're not gonna. They can they can beat you throwing the ball, but you know, really, you they have a good running game that goes with it. Um, I think that these two compare a lot, but I think that everybody's kind of forgetting who Ryan Tannehill was before he came to Tennessee. That Miami guy. Yeah. I mean the guy he was there for what, I think six years and he had to play with Adam Gase as his coach for, yeah. you know, a majority of that. But man, I I can't see taking Tannehill over Baker. I I I just I don't think I could personally do that.
3: Going into that last that fifth year or whatever, he would be thirty seven.
2: And, and I, I, he's old, too. I mean, it's it's crazy. It doesn't matter anymore,
3: apparently, like if you're Aaron right. Rodgers <laughs> or Tom Brady. But, I mean, some of these other guys, they're not Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. So, I, right. I'm not really sold on that.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, and, yeah, he's definitely benefited by having Derrick Henry. Absolutely. The if guy, you're a defense. Uh, he guy, he uh, almost runs for 2,000 yards yeah. a
0: year. Yeah. You, they don't have a great offensive line, but Derrick Henry leads the league in rushing every year.
2: Yeah. And they had
0: Conklin. Yeah, so the, their offensive line's not awful,
2: right? And let's talk about defense. Okay, their crappy defense. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, ours was awesome.
2: Stellar. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> Stellar. Let me One tell of the you. best. Let me tell you, our our defense was top notch when it came. You know, if we if you were ta-
0: I'd take ours over the Titans every day of the week. Psych. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, the in who didn't we play the Titans this year? And didn't Baker yep. ice them up? Yes. And mm-hmm. until, you know, Tannehill was... Oh, and what did we do? We took Derrick Henry
2: out of the game, and made Tannehill have to try to beat us? Yeah. yeah. It didn't so, work.
0: Yeah. Nope. Give me Baker. All day, every day, and twice on Sundays. Yeah,
5: well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going Baker for sure.
2: I agree.
6: Baker yep. or Kirk Cousins?
5: Um, Close. I would take the maturity and the accuracy of Kirk Cousins. Uh. It, you know, I, I don't think there's a huge gap. Kirk drives me nuts in big games, but Baker didn't have a history of winning a lot of big games either.
1: Hmm.
0: Mm. There were a couple this year. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he just like won all a playoff the playoffs. Like game. the whole
3: second half of the season. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. This is another one where all I, I I listen to Colin a decent amount and all he ever does is talk crap about Kirk Cousins. And then it comes time to say who we take, Kirk or Baker. Oh, Kirk. You know I can see some <laughs> things I like in Kirk. I mean, shut the hell up! <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. There, there's no way you're taking sure.
1: the maturity and the accuracy of Kirk
0: Cousins. Yeah. Like, okay. He, yeah, he's a nice guy. He's he's mature and he's accurate. Baker. Baker is just Kirk Cousins like amplified, well, and, like better in every aspect. And Kirk Cousins has won the big games. What? What ones?
1: Yeah. Really, like, I, nothing monumental stands out in my memory. I mean, Washington I think two. I think the digs passed on the sideline against that the wasn't Saints. That was
0: Cousins, either. was it? No, no that, that Keenum?
3: was Keenum. Oh, that was Keenum. Yeah. Was Keenum. And then I mean, what I about Cousins uh, Cousins as well, so. what about the one to Rudolph against, was it the Saints again?
2: Now that I yeah. think was Cousins. Yes. That's
3: a, that's a big time throw.
2: Yeah, I mean Kirk Cousins bro. is talented. I
0: mean he was. I think he I think gets he a lot of high,
2: flack. He I, was the highest paid quarterback, right, at one point in time when yes. he got that deal to go to Minnesota.
0: I think people are unjustly too hard on Cousins. That being said, I'm not taking him over. His Baker, stats are no. crazy good, bro.
2: Yeah. Okay, Cousins is going to put up big numbers. Yeah. But okay, so let's compare the two teams that we're on right now. Who do you think is more likely to be your Super Bowl contender? The Minnesota Vikings or the Cleveland Browns? I think more people would say the Cleveland Browns. Yep. Okay. And our defense was trash. Minnesota's defense is trash. Mm-hmm. And but offensively, don't tell me that Kirk Cousins doesn't have weapons. He's got <laughs> Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, yeah. Kyle Rudolph, or Smith Jr. I mean, yeah. he's got guys to throw sort of the football yep. too. So, you know, he's going to put up numbers and they're playing from behind in most games and I'll give it to Kirk that he's got, you know, almost like a comeback gene that uh, you'll look and they'll be down like 35 to 10 like at halftime then fourth quarter it's like 35 28. Is there because mm-hmm. the off other offense just played Browns football and just stopped trying to score, mm-hmm. um, but I I'm going Baker here. I think that Baker is better suited where he's at. I think that you got to put him in the perfect situations too, but I think I, I'm taking Baker.
1: I like this. I like this comparison because of you know you had the Stefanski influence in both of these guys. You have yep. the run first offense. The Really good, you know, backfield, double-headed backfield. You know, you can kind of plug good different guys in there. and It's, it, it's a good argument, but it's for me, it's clearly Baker because his, his ceiling, I don't think we've seen yet. And at this point, we know what Kirk Cousins' ceiling is. It's not like all of a sudden he's going to come out and be like, whoa, I didn't know Kirk Cousins had that extra three levels. No, he doesn't. We've seen it. Right, and I'm not sure how old
2: Kirk Cousins. He'll became. be 37 also
1: another in, 30, in five years? 37 yeah. five years. Yeah.
2: Okay, so I mean, I kind of put Kirk Cousins in the same boat as I almost do Derek Carr. I think that, you know, big arms, you know, can make, you're going to make some flashy plays, but I
5: I just, I'm not taking either one over Baker for the next five years. Correct. All right. Baker or Tua? I'd take Baker. I don't know if Tua can play. I don't see a lot of special with Tua. I think the Dolphins have questions. T- I think Baker's got a little more it-factor.
0: Wow, That's Colin. Man. Yeah, so we don't got to spend a ton of time on this one because we agree. To me, this yeah. is at least from what I saw. This isn't close to a. I don't know if he's going to be the guy. I mean, I don't like to bail on guys after one season, but mm, you, you got Josh Rosen. Too. You know, yeah.
1: there's there's these guys go in the first round and usually high too all the time. Uh, what is it, EJ Manuel and um, mm-hmm. uh, Smith? What was his first name? Gino. Out of Geno Smith, Smith and I mean Jamarcus Russell. Huh. Hey, when you don't Gosh. pan out, you don't pan out.
2: Right. And I and Tua um I liked watching him in college. He was mm-hmm. a fun player to watch in college, but let's look back at the history and I get to watch a lot of Alabama games thanks to my wife being a, a Tide fan. Um so Your wife. Let's look at let's look at some of their quarterbacks that they've had, right? Okay, so you know, you look at like an AJ McCarron in college, he was really good. Was he really good, or did he throw to five-star five five wide receivers? Yep. Had a great offensive, like NFL offensive line. And probably a high running back. <laughs> an NFL defense, and yeah, a, tra- and a great running back. So are uh, those quarterbacks, they almost never pan out. It's like name Ohio me, State. Name me an Alabama quarterback that's really good in, in the NFL right now.
1: I heard this argument on another show the other day, too, and they were talking about Tua. And it was like, okay, look at last year's wide receiver core for Alabama. You had Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle, and Devontae Smith. Devontae,
0: Devontae Smith, Smith was could like all, the four. Couldn't are get off the field. G- yeah. kidding me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, he was like, Coach, just let me return
2: punt so I get to play.
1: Right. Yeah, it, it, yeah. So yes, that's a very valid argument.
2: Yeah, so I I I I like to uh um i hope that he's i i think he'd be exciting if he could be like a russell wilson type of a guy mm-hmm. but i just don't know and it seems like miami's already given up on him and that's not going to help his psyche
1: no i mean when you got to bring in a closer yeah quarterback come on I mean, <laughs> whatever all right a quarterback by committee in, <laughs> in miami <laughs> i don't think it's gonna work
6: no baker or joe burrow
5: I think Burrow is really special. I thought Burrow would be a good NFL quarterback. I think I made a mistake. I think he's really, really special.
3: I think that was the most intelligent thing he said the whole time. Because
1: I, I do think Joe Burrow is was very special. Is that your guy? Very no. special. No. Okay, this is the one I thought was your your one on this list.
0: So I'm still taking Baker over Joe Burrow. Are you? Joe Burrow hasn't played a full season in the NFL yet. Mm, this yep, is true. His leg it, is. You know what I mean? He hasn't played a full season in the NFL. And we're talking about Dak's injury. Burrow's injury wasn't good either. Yeah. And his was a terror. Yeah. And again, he got hurt before anybody had tape on him. Don't get me wrong, he looked like he was gonna be really good. Mm -hmm. But again, we've seen quarterbacks show flashes and look like they're gonna be really good until people got tape on him. So I'm not making my decision on the next five years over Joe Burrow's what six games? Yeah. So Uh, Yeah, mine mine here,
2: I think Joe Burrow is more talented than Baker. I think that he can do he can he's got a great arm, he's got a great ceiling. You know, we haven't seen Baker ceiling, but right now it looks like Joe Burrow's ceiling might be a little higher than what Baker's is, but will Cincinnati be able to do anything with I mean that organization. Will they be able to do anything with Joe cuz they ain't going to let him go? I mean, he's going to have to leave after his rookie deal if he was going to, you know, go anywhere. I just I think that they'll hold him back. He's going to put up godly numbers because He's just going to throw the ball the whole time and be down and losing in games playing in Cincinnati. So his numbers are going to be Justin Herbert-esque, you know, jump off the page, set records, stuff like that, as long as he stays healthy. But I, I'm not – I, right now, I'm not taking him over Baker. Maybe in two to three years, maybe. We can have that
5: conversation. All right, we're moving on.
2: Baker or Carson Wentz?
5: Um – Carson's a much bigger, stronger, better athlete. Uh, this moment, a lot of people would go Baker. But I, I guess I, I, my takeaway is the only thing that scares people about Wentz is his contract. Everybody know he was an MVP for 10 weeks two years ago. He was literally, when he had Frank Reich, the MVP of the entire league.
0: Again, this was one of those guys where I would have taken a chance on six months ago if Baker didn't prove it to me. There's no way anybody in their right mind right now is saying they're taking Carson Wentz over Baker Mayfield.
3: I think he's going to be very good with uh I do think he's going so. yeah, to be good. Like, comeback player of the year good.
0: But, I mean, right now, based on the seasons I just watched, like we talked about Matt Ryan's MVP, that was a long time ago mm-hmm. for Carson, and he's gone through a, a lot in that in that short amount of time. And it's another guy who has a hard time staying healthy. Yeah, so
2: here with this one, um, I think that Carson Wentz going back to being with Frank Wright and being in that system is you're going to see the divot of how that pays off. I think Doug Peterson, he's just I don't know, he's like a quirky coach who wants to do some different things and it and it worked when nobody knew what you were doing because you were calling plays that nobody's ever like seen before, and then nobody wanted to play for you because you had no wide no wide receivers. Carson Wentz had nobody to throw to. I mean, his last couple years. So yeah, he's going to look terrible. He didn't have a Jarvis and an Odell to throw to, you know, at the wide receiver position. He was thrown to guys who transfer, you know, were a quarterback in college, and now they're a mm-hmm. wide receiver, like a Greg Ward Jr. Yep. Um, yeah. So I mean, it'll be interesting. I think. In, I think Indianapolis won big. Oh yeah. There you you move on from Phillip Rivers. You gave it a shot. And now you're getting Carson
1: Wentz. It's a big upgrade in a
0: comeback revenge tour. And you gave up almost nothing to get him. Nothing of any real value. Yep.
1: No, I I would take Baker over Carson Wentz too. I I've never been a huge Carson Wentz fan. Now I'm not gonna say he's not a good player. He's a he's a good quarterback. He definitely had a good season. But you're right, Blake. The injury history. I mean, this is a guy that it's been consistent. Uh, You just kind of wait and see. Like, hey, when's he gonna get hurt this year? Because it's gonna happen. Um, and then just kind of the locker room questions that came out, you know, with with this whole deal about kind of the person he is and the way I guess he was interacting with the coaches. Or a lot just, of people seem to not like him. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, I,
0: I don't know, I don't know. And it's like the Aaron Rodgers personality without the Aaron Rodgers talent. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think anybody's really vibing in in Philly right now, though.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, no. they
3: are now because coaches the coaches out, but right. I don't think anybody
1: was like really.
2: I mean, they don't know who their quarterback is.
1: Well, and yeah. in the, so what was interesting is when Brady went to Tampa, I don't know if you guys saw any of this stuff. Like, you know, Godwin gave him number 12, and he took number 14. Did you see about Wentz? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so Wentz goes to Indianapolis, and Michael Pittman Jr. was a rookie last year. Wide receiver has number 11. That's Carson Wentz's number. And I don't know who initiated the conversation, but it basically Pittman told Wentz, Yeah, I'm number eleven. I'm not giving it to you.
0: I told these guys on Xbox. I wouldn't give up my number either. Uh, I thought. I never. Now for
1: Tom Brady, I get that. That's a that's respect
0: for maybe for Tom Brady, but for literally just about anybody else, I'm not giving my number. It's my number.
1: I like the way AJ Brown
2: kind of looked at it. One, you wouldn't have to probably just give him up your number. You're probably getting a payday for giving him your number. Okay, so I would take probably a nice paycheck of you know. A million or something here to just give you the number that I wasn't really overwhelmingly good in it's not like I'm a stand I was a standout rookie and I'm not giving And AJ Brown came out from the Titans and said man you might want to think about that because that's the guy who's gonna be getting you the ball you know that you might want to think you might want to think twice about that because that guy's in charge of uh, if you get the ball or not so you might not be around to wear number 11 for much longer (laughs) if uh, he's not throwing you the rock
3: and then that'll be available right
2: So, I mean, in this situation, I think that it doesn't, I think that the move going to Indy for Carson once was great. I think something like that causes a little bit of divide in the locker room. Does a veteran, you know, a couple of veteran guys like, hey, man, you got to give up that number. You know, we just brought this guy in. We want to, you know, make him feel at home. We want, you know, we want to win next year. And he's like, ah, no, man,
0: sorry. Uh, This is my number. I would be that guy. There's no way I would give up my number to somebody like
1: that. Well, then I think they said that Carson. His response was, "That's cool. i was just going to change mine anyway." Like, (laughs) which and who knows? Maybe the conversation was kind of ha ha he he whatever. Right? You know, you know, you read these reports and stuff gets so misconstrued. Ha ha he
3: he. I hate you.
0: Yeah, so that's who you take I,
3: I I don't think that I think this is pretty close. Seriously, I think I it's close. I, I'm really? taking Baker. Yeah, this close. I think it's very close. I, I'm taking Damn. Baker
0: now. Ask me again this this next time year. next year, yeah. and then maybe my answer will be different. But I I need to see Carson bounce back before I'm willing to commit to him for five years. Carson Wentz looked so bad
1: this year, like so bad. Oh, yes, head. I mean I I can't expect how bad it was when they were on tv and i was watching games i'm like oh my
0: god i watched a game against dallas and i was like Good yeah Lord. that's
1: the one that keeps coming to my mind too like he was
0: bad
2: i'll take i'll take baker but i'm kind of in the same boat you ask me next year it might be different
3: that yeah. defense in india is very very legit
2: I mean, wow. he goes to Indy, and they're a contender. Uh, they were a contender as, with Philip Rivers. bad as and as bad as he played last year, he goes to he goes to Indy, and people are thinking that they could go further than what they did
1: this year. Yep. So that's what I mean. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, that's a, yeah, that is. I am definitively Baker Mayfield for the next five years over Carson Wentz. But like I said, I've never been a big fan. So right. All right, next one.
6: Baker Jared
5: Goff.
1: Uh, i take Baker. Uh, I think Baker
5: five years with Kevin Stefanski will be better than Goff five years with uh, Fred Flintstone in Detroit. <laughs> Jesus.
0: We, uh, again, we don't have to spend a ton of time here because we agree. To me, this is a no-brainer. Jared Goff got a flash in the pan season with McVay and then was back downhill, and he's just not that good. I feel like Detroit's really so dysfunctional. Man, just, and
3: they
2: got weapons. Yeah. They have weapons in Detroit on the offensive side. They yeah,
1: just don't yeah, but, have
0: anybody there that knows how to use them
1: in they, any way. A lot of talk though is that Galladay is gone. Uh, Marvin Joe's is going to be gone.
0: I right. saw a thing that the Browns were going to let Higgins walk and they were going to sign Marvin Jones. That
1: man, I really like Hollywood though. But Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones is a good. baller. That's, a, that's an improvement. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Baker over golf because golf blows. Next. <laughs> yeah.
4: Baker or Big Ben.
5: I take Baker. I'm out on Big Ben, and I think Baker works harder than Ben. Um, I would move off Big Ben, so I I um, I take Baker.
0: Oh, and Big I Ben's gonna why. be about
1: fifty-nine <laughs> yeah. years old
0: again. Yeah, no, qu- Big Ben Hall of Famer, but not
3: right now. It's not. It's, not it's crazy right how now. quickly it turned around <laughs> in like six weeks. They went eleven to zero, and everybody was just like crown them.
2: Yeah, Chase Claypool <laughs> taking the league by storm. You know, yeah, yeah it's. At this at this point in Big Ben's career, you can't take him over. I mean
0: I mean five years from now he might not even be able to like put shoulder pads on.
2: Yeah, not by himself. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this is Collins right here. Yeah. Baker or Matthew Stafford.
5: I think Stafford's a much better talent. Yeah. You know Stafford has a stat. I saw this. Let me look this one up. Stafford has the most game winning drives, thirty six in the NFL, in the last decade. How he plays for the Lions? They're usually trailing.
1: Yeah, how old Stafford? Thirty-three. Okay,
0: so this was the guy.
1: I wondered when I looked down the list after uh, who was it? Joe Burrow. This is the one I had pegged for you.
0: This is. I really like. I think Matthew Stafford's super good. I like and he's played on a dumpster fire of a franchise his entire career, and he's still been really good. To have the most game-winning drives in a decade, and you play for an abysmal organization like the Lions. We saw him do it against the Browns with a separated shoulder. I had a separated shoulder once. I couldn't even hardly dance and drink at Justin's wedding. (laughs) You know, and this dude led a a (laughs) game-winning touchdown drive. So this is the guy where I, I would probably take Stafford.
1: Now what about the injury history?
0: He plays through him almost all the time.
1: See, yeah. I hear people say that, but I feel like he's all. They never finish the season with him. I feel like there's always the last well, five, four or five games because they're two and twelve. So that chill.
0: and he's they,
2: he's getting sacked every fourth drop back because yeah. he plays for Detroit. I think that obviously if he was still in Detroit to not even close, I'm taking Baker Mayfield. Yep. Um, I'm looking for but, him to have a big. Se- I, like, but I think him, him playing, playing, I think he will. But him now playing in L.A.
0: with McVeigh,
1: with McVeigh, and, and with those defense. weapons wow. and
2: that defense,
1: yeah. I'm going. to And Stafford. good for him because. Honestly, he deserves he does, it. He, does he deserve deserves it. to be on a good team and have an actual chance. He might not win a Super Bowl, but have an, a real opportunity. He never had that in Detroit. No, he wouldn't. He's
0: no. a super classy dude, too. Like yeah, yeah. He's a good dude. And, uh,
1: it, yeah. Imagine
2: some of the numbers he would have put up in Detroit if Calvin Johnson doesn't retire at age if, 21. Yeah,
0: yeah. They weren't the worst <laughs> franchise ever and <in> Chase. <laughs> the arguably one would have gone on to be the greatest receiver of all time, forced yeah. him to retire early. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So to your point, too. Last since two thousand ten, he's played every game every season except for one season. Really? Yeah, he's just
4: playing through it. He missed
3: okay, eight games guess... last year for the back. I remember he like in his 20... back was broken like Mike Tyson style. <laughs> All right, so you're saying that was twenty nineteen? Twenty
1: nineteen. Okay, so the last two games. seasons he's had some injuries. I thought it was more than that. So. He played My every bad. game last year. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, geez. So,
0: well, oh, yeah. I'm taking in this in this is I I've just always been a Stafford fan. Again, don't jump down my throat, Browns fans, but next five years, I, I would take... I've just seen Matthew Stafford been doing his whole career.
1: On a very bad team.
3: Yes. I mean, they're they're set up in L.A. to make a serious, serious push. Yep. A
1: serious, serious Super Bowl run. Anything else on Stafford? Nope. Nope. Okay.
6: Uh, Baker or Mitchell Trubisky?
1: Uh, Baker. I, Mitch Trubisky's a very
5: limited thrower. I think Baker can make... Big time throws. Um, I, I, there's things I worry about Baker. He's not the athlete he thinks he is, but he makes big time throws. And I think, I think Trubisky's limited as a thrower of the football.
1: Okay. Hang on a second. Which clip was it just a little bit ago that he said Baker doesn't make big throws? <laughs> cousins, I, haven't, I haven't seen Baker make the big throws.
0: No. Okay. Colin's a cherry picker, but I wanted to say, but Colin Mitchell's won like 65% of his games.
2: Yeah. I mean, Mitch Trubisky, uh, Obviously, very limited when it comes to throwing the football. What the guy, all the guy does is win. Yeah. He finds a way. To, now he's got the Bears' defense that he's played with all this time, yep. Yep. you know. And but you look at some of the weapon they have, Allen Robinson. But then they have a bunch of little small guys. I mean, Taylor Gabriel was their number two for a few years. He's a Browns reject. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so Mitchell Trubisky. I think it, I like him. I think he's a good guy. Now is he a franchise quarterback? No, but. I mean, the guy does win games. I feel bad knocking the guy who went almost wins seventy percent of the games he starts.
3: I'm pretty sure Allen Robinson's not going to be there
2: next year either. No, there's a team rumored that he might go to Baltimore. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I
0: hope not. I think anybody who goes to Baltimore, as far as receivers concerned, though, is going to be they're not going to be good. They're super disappointed. Yep.
1: Yep. Anybody who's watched. Disappointed or <laughs> Lamar Jackson? Well, that's the thing. So, Alan Robinson's gripe is he's never played with a good quarterback. You know, Blake Bortles, and then he had Mitch Trubisky. Okay, I know Lamar Jackson was the first guy that Cowher talked about here, but you don't want to go play there either. Yeah, they, they don't you want throw to, the ball very uh, much, yeah. and when they
0: do. Unless you want to be a blocker. <laughs> right, right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But anybody who's watched Trubisky knows this one's not Trubisky. No, it's Trubisky. And last but not least,
6: next five years, Baker
5: or the goat, Tom Brady. I don't. If Tom, first of all, Tom Brady will be great next year, right? And you imagine because of his work ethic, he'll be good the following two. I couldn't give a rip the last two. If if Brady gives me three more years, one A minus, two B plus, do do we know that Baker's going to get a contract extension in Cleveland? We don't.
3: It sucks because if you told me hey we'll give you one just one championship one Super Bowl I'd be like sign me up, sign yeah. up. put my mean, signature on that contract Tom, Oh, you mean
1: like uh Tampa Bay like a yeah. deal with it for yeah. making well. that if deal.
2: Tom Brady came to Cleveland this year I mean we're right we're Tampa Bay of this year and so uh, that this is so hard because but it's yeah not
0: necessarily talent too because it's just the the entire Tom Brady Impact that he has on
2: the entire organization. Yeah, I think we learned that kind of this year that he's really it. He was the Patriot way, not so much.
0: I mean, imagine Tom Brady on our team. the 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 Buccaneers got good once they started going play action. That kind of that's literally the staple of our offense.
3: Is he going to be able to go out there though and cover somebody or make a tackle? (laughs) Because Tampa Bay's defense (laughs) is way way better than ours.
0: But yeah. And you have to think at some point he's going to not be good. But we've been saying oh, that no, for man. literally Forever. five years. Forever. Yeah. And he just – so who knows. But, I, I, you know, a lot of people probably argue because he's so old. But I'll go with Colin. I, I, you got a chance to get the GOAT. You put the GOAT on your team.
6: Yeah,
2: I'm not going against the GOAT. And the argument that you could have made for Baker, Colin kind of said, so you couldn't be like, oh, yeah, he's thinking Tom's going to play till he's 50. Yeah. He kind of said, you're going to get two, three years out of him. You take those two to three years.
0: Because yeah, it might be two
2: to three Super Bowls. And then most likely, Baker had to go play somewhere else. Didn't work out. We could just sign him back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well done. Yeah. You know, Brady and Belichick both had something to prove this year. That they didn't need each other to win. One of them proved it. The other one did not. Jury's still out. Yeah. Mm. So, that's it. That's uh, those. That's the field. All right, for Colin.
0: Well, hey, we really want to know what you guys had to think about what Colin had to say. That was some of our opinions. Uh, give us some of your opinions. Call into the show, thedogspodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail because uh, we really want to hear what you guys had to say. About say that.
1: One last bit of news, though. We did see the other day that Hollywood put out, what was it, on yeah, Instagram hey, or something? Send the papers. Yeah, he yeah. said, Andrew Barry, send me the papers. I'll sign them. So. We'll see. Let, let us know what you guys think out there. Are we Do we need to bring them I mean, back? Do we need to, Do we need Hollywood? Hollywood wasn't specific, so I'll send those papers with the league
0: minimum over to you yeah, and right. you just
1: Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. what he said, I, I I never gave up on y'all. Don't give up on me.
0: Right. So. Yep. So. All right. Well, thanks for checking out another episode of The Dogs. Remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube. As I just mentioned, please leave us a voicemail on our website, thedogspodcast.com. Let us know what you think about uh, Colin... Quarterbacks and anything else Browns related. Uh, Before we get out of here, remember to show your ball some love. Head over to (laughs) manscaped.com. Use promo code DOGs, D-A-W-G-S. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Get yourself a lawnmower 3.0 or the perfect package 3.0. Thanks for checking out season two of the dogs, and we'll see you all next week.